Hi everyone! Welcome to The 20s Project, a podcast where we, as HEC Paris students, gather people in their 20s and talk about their life stories. Hey, I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Christina. Get ready to discover career growth, self-development, and the adventures of studying abroad. So today we're very excited because we have our wonderful, uh, also classmates here at HEC. So Lynn, welcome Lynn. Thank you for having me. Hi. <laughs> Hi. We're really happy to have you with us today. Jacqueline and I were really looking forward to the recording of this episode because I think we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, you know, our audience will also be able to really benefit from, you know, any tips and tricks and also from your own experience. Just a quick preview of why Lynn's on our podcast because she has a very interesting background, but now she's looking forward to diving in into a totally different other new world. So I think this podcast is going to be very interesting for people who want to daring to try totally different new things. So perhaps Lynn, if you can quickly introduce yourself, so where do you come from, uh, if you have any past experiences that you would like to mention. First, thank you for having me and this warm introduction. So I'm Lynn Monsoud, I'm 23 years old, I come from Lebanon. I did all of my studies there. I did my bachelor's degree in biochemistry. Actually, I did a double major. I did a bachelor's degree in biochemistry and an engineering degree, an industrial engineering degree. And uh, I did my final year internship here in France. And after it, I applied for uh, HEC and I'm having now a shift, as you said, in uh, the master's in management. I'm in M1 and hopefully, if everything goes to plan, I would go with the ex-HEC entrepreneur. Well, everything sounds really, really good. You mentioned previously, so you've studied quite a bit and now you're at HEC. Um, why did you decide to continue on, you know, this new adventure, which is the master study, so like the master in management? Yeah, actually, like during those five years, I had a lot of internships. Most of them, whether it was on research and product development, production and everything. And I kind of found out that it wasn't me. Like it was, Mm -hmm. some of them were boring. Some of them were very nice, but it wasn't me. And, uh, most of uh, our time during our major, we were like faced through challenges where like they brought us industrials and they had a certain type of like uh, problem in their industry. So what we did was actually try to solve this problem, give them a solution or even create something from scratch, like study the market, see whatever was going on, what uh, the market is lacking. And in Lebanon, actually, we are a society that's not now. Now there was the economic crisis, it changed. But at first, we were more like we wouldn't buy uh, stuff that were like produced locally. So we're not really uh, like a country that is based on uh, local products. But so now this changed with everything that was happening, the explosion, the economic crisis, the inflation, everything. So this mindset changed. So we started to study the market, see whatever the market was lacking. And I loved this. I was like, yeah, okay, I can see how I can merge the two words, the innovation, the science, and uh, the engineering, which is basically the design process, the, the industrial plan and everything. And I saw that I was lacking the, the numbers. I wasn't understanding whatever was a balance sheet or like whatever it did. So I was like, no, I'm gonna change that. So I saw that I couldn't be in an eight to five job. And I applied here just to understand like the numbers. And uh, this is why 
I did this shift and I didn't see myself there. Interesting. So now you mentioned you have something in mind that you want to do, for example, from biochemistry to something related to business. But rewinding it back a little bit to when you are still in your engineering background, mm -hmm. how do you figure out that you have some other purpose in mind that you want to try other than engineering? How was the process like? Yeah, it's it's not something that happens overnight, you know. It's like and we like um like some people are very ambitious, you know, and like it doesn't happen overnight. It's something a process. Like you just it's a trial and error. You see whatever is happening, you go and try and discover if this field is like yours, you'll be like, Yeah, okay. And it's like me going into different types of fields and seeing that I don't fit here, neither here or there and like Loving the challenge, loving the opportunity to combine everything I've learned because I'm not someone that like to go and like do an exam and everything. I I love doing projects and like being more practical, you know, than like the theory of everything. Like give me a formula, I'll forget it ten minutes after it. Like <laughs> that, that's it. I I really don't have a really big memory, but like I love everything that is practical and this is like it builds slowly through time and uh, yeah when you surround yourself with the right people the right ambitious positive-minded people this is how you like it helps a lot for you to grow okay sounds like you really dare to try different things but how yeah. do you build the mindset the courage and to not be afraid of stepping into different challenges i'm gonna tell you something i said in my speech like I gave the speech when I graduated during summer. It's in French. I'll translate it in English after it. I said, "Oser, oser rêver, oser apprendre, oser être ambitieux, mais surtout oser viser la lune. Car même si vous l'atteignez pas, vous tomberez sûrement sur les étoiles." Which basically translates to dare, dare to dream, dare to learn, dare to be ambitious, dare to aim for the, st the moon because even if you don't attain it at some point you will fall into the stars and this is how i this is the quote i live by basically in life mm -hmm. for me if i fail in something i'll be like yeah maybe it's not supposed to happen right now but eventually i'm gonna get there and this is how like this is the entrepreneurial mindset in general because you're not gonna get the multi-million dollar company from the first time and you're gonna get very criticized for everything you're going to you're doing but at some point you're gonna get there it's just trust the process as they say mm -hmm. absolutely and i love what you said you know like if you don't reach the moon at the yeah. end of the day you fall into the stars and so some people may see falling into the stars and not reaching the moon as some types of a attempted failure or attempted success in a way depending on yeah. <laughs> how positive you are um, but how how do you deal with this half success or you know as people would say failure do you have any tips to overcome that and continuously trying again and again yes i can say to everyone listening today that you should never never give up like no matter what's happening no matter how big or small the problem is you should never give up. You should always be consistent. Have this, have this vision of what you want. And once you have this vision, you will always get there. I'm gonna give you a very brief personal example. Like it 
Two, three years ago, I went through a really big traumatic experience that I almost cost my life. And you can say that sometimes you do everything right in life, but like there's always some people that are under a certain type of something that can interfere in your life, let's say. So it almost cost me my life and I was in a very critic moment. I had a really packed schedule. I was, I was, it was around my finals. So I had like a week or something for, for my finals to start. I was dealing with like the finance of a double major. I was also having an internship at the same time. So after uh, finishing my cor courses, I was going to the lab and like doing the, the research. Or when I didn't have courses, I was also going and like doing the different uh, works and reports I was going, I was supposed to have. I was also a class representative. So I was dealing with every problem and reporting it to the administration. I was also um uh like a representative of the students and my faculty so i was creating events and several uh, charitable events uh during the year and also i was in uh an association charitable association also in lebanon so let's say it was, it was really heavy yeah it was a lot and i saw during this time that like i had a lot on my plate and i was faced with two options it's either I say that, no, it's fine, life got to me, I'm gonna give up and I'm not gonna do whatever I was doing, or no, I'm just gonna get up and continue. And this is where this can be, like, you don't need to have a really big traumatic experience for, like, that to happen. It can be any small, who are we to judge, actually, like, it can be anything small in your life. And if you start, like, having this not giving up mindset, you will go really far like at, during that time i set my priority depending on the deadlines what i could pause at that time i paused it i let the university know whatever was going on with me i didn't ask for any extension or a deadline i went there and did my exams and after a few days i was surprised with a phone call and they told me that i was the second in my class and like but for me, grades are not important. But what was important for me during that time is that like I made it. Mm -hmm. Even after everything that was happening with me, I made it. And here I use this as a fuel. And I think that every one of us should really not give up and use every single moment, every day as a fuel for them to continue. And this is how I continued. I, I worked for the GRE, applied to HSC and then uh, got the, the speech during the graduation. And like after it, just like eventually life is gonna find its way with discipline and consistency, you'll get wherever you want in life. You just need to have a vision and not give up and that's it. <laughs> mm, nice. So uh, actually we did mention that you have your own project in mind. Do you mm -hmm. mind sharing a very quick brief of what you're gonna do in the future? What do you have in your mind and what do you wanna potentially move forward into? It doesn't have to be too precise if it's a secret. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's say it's, it's, a, it's a start. So but at, least, uh, at least the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the industry. So, and you keep everything else to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> of so basically, uh, it started with, like, like I said, combining the two words. I, it's like you're, it's, you reuse the waste in a way or another. And like, uh, basically, some like the food waste and you extract some type of molecule from them and then incorporate them into a certain type of product so in this 
type of industry it's gonna be very challenging because most of the consumers nowadays don't truly understand the fact that you're reusing wastes on and these type of products so it's just a start there's a lot of challenges it also depends on the market so it's a really early stage on ideas but of course with the help of the the network I'm going to get here from HSC and the XHSC uh, specialization and everything. I think the next couple of years are going to be really like hectic or, and tough, but I really hope that with whatever I'm learning here, it's gonna get like clearer and clearer the through the day. And uh, yeah, I hope this industry will see the light someday. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's actually really inspiring. And from what you also, oh, from what I understood from what you what you shared with us um it seems like you will also be facing a lot of uncertainty yeah when it comes to you know like coming up with a new and innovative product and uh, having to meet customers expectations so in that sense how do you prepare yourself mentally or physically to facing those types of uncertainty and the risks that come up with you know having to dare and and start your own yeah. project let's say every project ever has really high risks because at some point it all depends whether you're the market you're opening it in so this is one like aspect you should always have in mind with like the risks and the uncertainties you should always have a very well studied market a very diverse and knowledgeable team with you and see basically what are your weaknesses and where you can use your strengths in the market and how you can market yourself and have especially have a very flexible uh, mindset whether like if you're going to pitch your idea or something yeah of course you're gonna get critics because that's very normal you're going to the to the experts and they're gonna they're giving you critics so you should have you should take those and manage your way around and see how you can uh, see like what the market needs basically at the during that time and if you need to open it in a different type of market and like all of those and if all of these key points if you want don't work you should have like another type of idea depending on whether the actually the market needs and if right now in this market it doesn't work who who knows maybe in a few years it can work maybe in another country in another continent it can work you should always keep yourself like open-minded flexible mm-hmm. yeah flexible depending on the different critics you're gonna get have you at any point thought oh wow uh, well with this project perhaps i'm taking too much risk so how about going to you know a nine-to-five job where everything's pretty secure everything's standardized i know exactly what is expected of me uh, I get this salary every month. Oh, no, 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 never. <laughs> this isn't me. No, yeah. I, I think maybe at first I'm going to be like forced to go to an eight to five job just to get the maybe the expertise that I don't have. Like at some point, maybe if like I see that starting really roughly from the start, because it's okay if I don't get there in the next year or the next two years. I'll get there eventually. Maybe I'm lacking some type of skills right now. It's okay if I'm gonna go to, like, 
one two years to an eight to five job just to get the re to get the knowledge that I'm lacking. But other than that, no, I don't find myself on the wrong run being on an eight to five job behind the computer or in the lab or doing something like that or designing the industry. Like it's nice. It's nice. I have I have my degrees for something, but no, I don't think I'm gonna use them. Uh, for an eight to five job. And what do you say to people who say that there's a high percentage of uh, startups that fail? I'd say that it's, you should, an entrepreneur doesn't always have one idea in mind. Mm -hmm. You should always be open, see whatever is going on in the market, see what the market is lacking. And if one fails, then so what? Mm -hmm. If you have the right connections, the right investors, the right surrounding, the right team around you, then, Eventually, if you brainstorm in a good way, and if you have people who are around you who are gonna push you forward, then you're gonna get there eventually. Like if it's not this idea, it's the other one, and like you just always continue, be consistent, and you'll get there. I really like the idea how you mentioned being flexible and also focusing on your strength instead of your weakness, because mm -hmm. I feel like that can also be applied to when we are applying to internships, whichever in, uh, sector yes, we exactly. are going for. A lot of people focus too much on, oh, I lack this skill, I like that skill, what am I gonna do with my CV? But we always forget you actually have some strengths in yeah. a specific place where you can actually highlight and show and bring to the table. Yeah. And I think that's something that we need to always remind ourselves But also at the same time, being flexible is also very important. Not just say, oh, I only want to go for one sector, but always research about the market, network, understand what's going on in the industry that you're going for. And if that's not working, why not change another thing? It's not the end of the world. You have so many different opportunities. Exactly. You got there in life because like you did something. So just look back at your hard skills, soft skills and everything that you learned. Highlight those, highlight, like, highlight who you are to the recruiter and like it doesn't necessarily mean that you should go into one specific sector unless this is what you want to do. You should always know what you really want to do and depending on what you want to do and the skills that you like learn during your career, it's like you'll get there eventually. Yeah, like absolutely. don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> exactly. It's okay. And at the end of the day, I feel like um, it's also about curiosity. Yeah. You know, and uh, remaining open to any opportunity that may arise. Mm -hmm. uh, I've listened to a podcast recently and the podcaster shared you know, a little situation where she said, well, let's say, you know, you're there, you're in a, in a cafe next to a road and you're drinking your coffee and there are cars passing by. And at the end of the day, I ask you, okay, how many red cars passed by the cafe? You wouldn't really not, be able no. to yeah. tell, right? <laughs> yeah, But if no. I'm telling you before you go to the cafe, tonight I'm going to ask you how many red cars you've seen, then you're going to be on the lookout for those red cars. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, to me, that's a great way to also talk about opportunities. If you're on the lookout for opportunities, you'll see plenty of opportunities coming up. Mm -hmm. If you're not on the lookout, there will be plenty, but you will never see them. And I feel, as you said, yeah. if you're looking for expertise or you're looking for some whatever experience, then you should always be on the lookout and be curious and be open to those opportunities as well. Whether that could be also, you know, having your own startup and starting something you know, meeting new people, networking, finding investors. But if you're on the lookout for things, eventually you'll see. Yeah. Lynn, you mentioned a lot about daring and trying new things. Would you consider yourself an ambitious person? Yeah, I, I think I'm quite ambitious. Mm -hmm. I'm not the most ambitious 
person in the room, but like I'm ambitious and Where I does always that come from? Uh, they, it always the de- honestly it depends on which stage you are in your life. Like it's uh, it's either like the people you're surrounding yourself with or either like I come from a very ambitious family. Like mm-hmm. they're not entrepreneurs, but like in each and whatever they do each and every day, they always have goals and like they have a certain type of mindset they want to grow whether it's anything small actually so it starts like it's something that you build like i wasn't like that few years ago like it all started like four to five years ago and like actually it's a funny story when i entered the i wanted i didn't want to do the bachelor's in industrial at first i entered university i wanted to do genetic engineering and after it, I was like, oh, no, I don't find myself there. I want to change. And this is where I slowly I started to dream. I started to, like, see, like, whatever is going on around me. And slowly it started building. And in each stage of my life, I was inspired by people who were surrounding me, the network and everything. And it pretty just depends on where you are in life and what you're doing. And, uh, yeah. And sometimes the dark side of ambition is that you dedicate your whole life to whatever you're pursuing. Yeah. Um, so we've also asked, you know, other uh, classmates of ours, you know, when it comes to work-life balance, but also taking care of your own personal life instead of just, you know, focusing because you're ambitious on academics yeah. and, and on professional experience. Like, how, how do you deal with this? Do you think, like, it's fairly easy to find the right balance? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, absolutely. It's very, like, having a balance is hard at first. But the key is planning. You should always plan everything from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. You plan, you have, like, wherever you're going, whether you're going to your job or, like, uh, studying at uni or whatever. And, like, after it, you should always have a moment for you. Like... Whether you love reading, uh, sports, going out with some friends, whatever. Like, honestly, whatever you want to do, like, you, after it, you, like, uni is done. And, of course, sometimes you're going to have moments where you need to dedicate more for, like, if you're in school, like, schoolwork or something. But you should never forget yourself. And a tip that I give, like, oh, with, like, motivational phone calls for my friends, I always tell them, like, once per week, always have this recentering moment like see whatever you were doing during the week and if this is like a hectic way where you don't want to proceed in it like you change that and like you tackle the next week and the next one and the next one and you should always have a you time because yes of course like you said sometimes we're always career driven and ambitious that we forget that if we're not okay then we can do any of that no, absolutely. No, I think we both absolutely agree with everything you said. Yeah. You know, we also mentioned it in our last episode, how it's so important to have a good work-life balance to yeah. also eventually be more productive in everything you're going to be doing, exactly. whether that's you'll, for you or for other people. You'll feel refreshed and ready to attack. Like, yeah. even if it's just for 10 minutes, go grab a book and read it. Like, maybe go for a walk, anything. You will feel good after it and you'll be like, yeah, okay, now I can work. And is there something that you would want to accomplish in the future? Like, is there another goal or in life in general? I I think for the next couple of years, it's going to be getting into, like, really good uh, 
internships where I can get as much knowledge as I can. Mm-hmm. And after it, getting to the XHC program and eventually, hopefully in the near future, if I get the right network and the right investors in the near future, open the baby I have in mind. Mm-hmm. That sounds very, very good. Yeah. Um, so it's nearly the end of our episode. Everything, you know, was super inspiring. Um, and it's also, sadly, nearly the end of our episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, Lynn, we have also a little game to play with you. I mean, little oh. game. <laughs> Basically, um, so we have a couple of cards here. So Jack is currently shuffling the cards. So you can just pick okay. one and read out loud the question. Just answer it. Okay. When was the last time you surprised yourself? this is a really nice question I really like it Uh, I think that maybe it was on a personal level like I didn't think that I could handle everything at once like uh, recently I uh, I had like during during summer after coming I had like a lot of responsibilities and between like managing like whatever was going on academically and personally and like I w- I just moved all of my stuff back from from France to Lebanon should I just come back here to Ashesay and I think that I was really surprised but how I could f- like I'm flexible how? like you know like uh, I can fit into like an environment just move in go around and like everything so maybe it's not one very big achievement but like uh, yeah for me like finishing everything wrapping up and like closing a chapter and like having the strength to actually move abroad go go back and like this time for a really long time not just six months where like you have this uh, internship for me like this is actually something that surprised me how much i can handle at once as a person Mm-hmm. That sounds great. And also, I mean, we're surprising, not surprising, but I feel like we're discovering things about ourselves yeah. nearly every day. It could be small things, big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's always extraordinary, you know, whenever you're facing a new challenge, a new adventure, how much you surprise yourself and you yeah. discover new strength. And with that, you build up and next time you know, okay, this is my limit. You mm-hmm. push forward a little bit, Absolutely. then you become an even better person. Exactly. It's the metaphor of the stars and the moon. Each moon is the new, mm-hmm. is the next step for you in mm-hmm. life. Like you reach, uh, reach, you reach the moon and after it's going to be the next one. And the baby steps is the stories for you to get there. Yeah. Oh, like it. And that's <laughs> gonna be the sentence that ends this episode. <laughs> thank you so so much, Lynn, for uh, you know joining us today. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you. Bye. 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 We hope you liked this episode. Don't forget to follow and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, we always love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to DM us on our Instagram, The Twenties Project.